0: Dear Lord, just make me a nail upon the wall. Fasten securely in its place. Then from this thing so common and so small, reveal the beauty of thy face. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to tell you about the little old lady, Dorothy. But before that... <coughs> We want to answer a few of your questions. Here are some questions that have come in from the students right here. And it'll pertain to you young people who are viewing this program. How do you relate to your parents divorcing? Especially in, and I'm not going to read the name of the town, the town where we are, where all the church members stare and talk about you and your, quote, terrible home life. In the first place, isn't it tragic that any professed Christian would belittle a home that's going through all the trauma of divorce? Those that are divorcing already find their hearts are cut their hearts are bleeding and broken. They don't need to have somebody condemning them. The Bible says in John 3, 17, God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Any church members that will carry on like that about a home that's divorcing, they, these people who are criticizing need to be pitied because they don't know the Lord Jesus Christ. To know the Lord Jesus Christ means that we're not participating in belittling people, right? God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world. God doesn't want his people looking down their nose at somebody else that's having a rough time, you see. So, uh, as I understand the Bible, our relation to these people who are talking about your terrible home would be Lord, help me to pity them. Because Jesus, when he talked to the woman of Samaria, she'd had five husbands. She was now living out of wedlock. You notice how kind Jesus was? Instead of condemning her and belittling her, he revealed to her that he was her savior. So we need to pray for people that are going around with the thoughts of criticism and condemnation. Number two, when your parents are divorced and one talks about getting remarried and the other is dating again, how do you feel the child should, should react? Should, I show, should they show their true feelings or consider the parent's sensitivity and hide their feeling? I think that's beautifully written. Don't you think so? Think so? That's beautifully written. Whoever wrote this recognizes that the parents do have a, a, a sensitivity. It's a, it's a trauma. It's a very difficult situation. Now, but it's also extremely difficult for the children. Now shall the child, shall, shall the son, or the daughter, show their real feelings, or shall they hide? This is what they shall do. They'll claim a Bible promise under this new kind of prayer, like James 1, 5. Lord, I don't know how to handle this. You've said if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. I lack wisdom. I don't know, Lord. I have some very sensitive feelings myself. Daddy and mother are very sensitive. I don't know how to handle this. But you've said if I lack wisdom, I may ask. That's the A of prayer. Now, the be of prayer is what? Believe. Lord, I believe you're going to help me to know how to react in such a way that I'll not further deepen the pain of daddy and mommy. Right? I don't want to deepen their pain. I don't want it to be, to, to, to be more severe. So, Lord, I'm thanking you now for giving me wisdom. And what would God's wisdom be? To let mommy know Mommy, I understand. To let Daddy know, Daddy, I understand. I know you're having a lot of pain. And we're having a lot of pain with you. We're all suffering together. And how about Daddy and Mommy are praying together? The Billy Graham Evangelistic Company did a poll, they tell me, on marriage and divorce. They said that they found that where daddy and mommy pray together and fellowship in Jesus together, there's not one divorce in 500. Otherwise, it's almost 50% now. So if the Lord could help you to say, mommy and daddy, (laughs) couldn't we pray together? I'm not condemning either of you. I'm not belittling you. They don't need belittling. I'm not belittling you, but couldn't we go to Jesus and use this new kind of prayer? I'm thinking of a couple who had already been divorced, and they had a lovely daughter. And this daughter would never belittle daddy to mother or mother to daddy in any way. But she asked God to help her to be the the Cupid. (laughs) And might she be used to help mommy to turn to Jesus for help? That's a new kind of prayer. To tell the Lord Jesus, I am helpless. But you've promised to supply my need, Philippians 4.19. And when I talk with Daddy, not to condemn him, but to help him to turn to Jesus. In a new kind of prayer, you see. You know what happened? That couple that had been divorced, thoughts began to come into their mind. You know, really, I love my wife. I've made a mistake. And then the man told me, he said, the girl that I was going to marry now, the Lord revealed to me that whatever weakness my wife had that I divorced, this girl I was going to marry had twice as many. Here I was getting out of the frying pan into the fire. Their daughter was praying for them, do you see? The daughter was claiming Bible promises, and the Holy Spirit was working on daddy's mind. I'm, I'm going to get a girl that's much worse than the one I've divorced. And, and, the, and the mother of the girl said, I'm having a rough time all alone. I really need daddy. I sat in their home. The daughter was there. And I want to tell you, it was just like heaven. They said, we learned. We learned how to appreciate each other through that daughter's prayer. All right, maybe we better stop right here. Else why, otherwise, I may not be able to get through with Dorothy. <laughs> this little old lady, Dorothy... She was sitting there as the young people were relating their experiences. How did they relate the experiences? This is my problem. This is the promise I had. And this is the solution that the Lord gave me. One after another would get up. They would share. They could tell it all in a, as a rule in about three or four minutes. And every time a young person would get up, they'd always give the credit to the Lord. None got up as though they were boasting, look at what I did. No, no, no. Look at what Jesus did. The A of prayer means I was helpless. This problem put me in a hopeless situation. There was no answer. And then I claimed God's promise and I believed, I trusted him. And look at what he did. And all the young people said, amen. "Amen." And Dorothy was the daughter of a medical doctor. And Dorothy was hooked on drugs. And she'd been hooked for years. She'd go into church Sabbath morning, sit through church, hope that somehow she'd get an answer. Somebody put in the question, how can you get interested in the Sabbath sermons? For some reason, And we don't want to belittle whoever was preaching. But for some reason, Dorothy didn't get the secret. In any sermon she heard, she somehow didn't learn that you can take God's immutable, eternal, impeccable Word, the Word that made a world out of nothing. You can take that Word. And when you are hopeless, the situation is a hopeless situation. You're helpless to handle it. You can look skyward and say, Lord, I can't do it. You've promised to do it. The gift is in the promise. Sabbath after Sabbath, Sabbath after Sabbath, Dorothy went to church. Bless her heart. You'd have thought she'd gotten discouraged, wouldn't you? She walked out as she walked in, except she was under more guilt than ever before. May I just parenthetically say, if anybody viewing this program, if anybody here this morning finds yourself under guilt, that guilt That accusing does not come from Jesus Christ. That comes from the devil. And when Christians go around condemning, they are are the devil's instruments. God's instruments don't go around condemning. God's instruments go around showing us how to find a solution, how to be successful in life. There are enough problems. Let's talk about how to find the solution. And there Dorothy sat. She heard these young people get up and tell their experiences. What do you suppose Dorothy was thinking? Do you suppose this would work for me? I've tried a thousand ways. I've failed. I'm hooked. Could it work for me? These are teenagers. Most of them are teenagers. A few in their early 20s. And these young people, everyone has a Bible. Bible. Everyone is claiming a promise for a problem. And they're getting up and they're telling how God gives the answer. Do you suppose he would give me the answer? When the young people are through with their experiences, they studied the lesson for the evening. We had a whole set of lessons. And in the lessons, we quoted such texts of Scripture as I've shared with you. Ask, it shall be what? Given. It's free. <laughs> Aren't you glad? Victory is free. (laughs) Salvation is free. Eternal life is free. The Holy Spirit is free. Faith is free. Every spiritual blessing we need from here to eternity is free. (laughs) And then we had in the lesson this wonderful quotation from our favorite author. In the book, Education, page 253. Page 257, page 258, it said this. It said, I'm quoting, for any gift that God has promised, we may ask. Well, that's what Jesus said, isn't it? Then it said, then we are to believe that we receive. (laughs) And then it said, then we are to return thanks to God that we have received. The gift is in the promise and we may go about our way thanking God that we have received and we will realize it when we need it most. Dorothy looked at that lesson. What? I've never prayed that way in my life. Where have I been? I've never heard it expostulated. I've never heard it presented. I can take a promise of God. I can ask God. I can believe him. Then I can look up and say, thank you, Lord. The gift is in the promise I've received, though I may not feel it. I may not see the apple tree and the apple seed. I may not see the persimmon tree and the persimmon seed. I may not see the oak tree and the oak seed, but it's there. And God has taught us in nature and in the book of Revelation how to claim the secret of solutions. Then the one in charge said, now... All of us are going to meet in little groups, five to a group, five girls, five girls, five girls, five boys in the group, five boys, young men, young ladies. And one of the young ladies group saw this little old lady, Dorothy, would you, would you like to meet with our group? And Dorothy was thrilled to think that the young folks would put up with an old lady like that. said, yes. So she met with that little group. Every one of the five young ladies had a Bible. And the one in charge said, now, you know, we've been praying for, let's say, Jane Doe. Jane Doe's been having a rough time. And this is a wonderful thing I find about this new kind of prayer. In the new kind of prayer, we don't scold anybody. We don't belittle anybody. We don't reproach people. We claim the solution for them. She said, as you know, we, we agreed that we're going to pray for Jane Doe. She's having a rough time. She's discouraged. And she's kind of gone out into the world. Now let's open our Bibles to 1 John five sixteen, <clears throat> And every one of the young ladies did it. And every other group did it for someone for whom they were praying. And Dorothy listened and they open to this text if any man see his brother it will go like this if any young lady <laughs> sees another young lady commit a sin that's not unpardonable we may pray for her and god will give her life and then with a hand they put the hand on the promise nothing magic about it it's just a sign of trust dear lord We ask you to give Jane life. Lord, we believe you're giving Jane life as we learn how to communicate with her. And Lord, thank you that you are giving Jane life. One young lady prayed that prayer. Another young lady, another young lady, another young lady, another young lady. lady. One right after another. And Dorothy was almost... Stunned. Teenagers, 15, 18, 20, 21, they're they're praying as though they expected God to do what he's promised. There's no doubt in their prayer. They aren't rambling around. The prayer is short, but it's right to the point. And it's based on God's immutable, eternal, impeccable word. The word that made the world... (laughs) The word that said to the that said to the leper, "I will be you clean," and instantly he was cleansed. A marvelous, powerful word. And then, after their through of their prayer, everything was finished in an hour. Sang a closing song. Can you imagine what Dorothy was thinking? Whew. Could I find the answer? Could I get unhooked? Would God do this for young people and he won't do it for me? She went out, climbed in the car on the way home. My, could I find deliverance? Why, these lessons are right down to earth. They deal with, with our problems. Peter told about how God solved his special problem up on the mountain. There are no platitudes, no deep theology. He had a problem. He claimed a promise and God came to his rescue and saved his life. Dick had a problem. He didn't know how in the world he could be fitted for the exam. But he claimed God's promise. He came off with flying colors. Would God do it for me? Why would he do it for all these lovely young people? And he won't do it for me. She got home, she put her car in the garage. Walked in the house, walked right through the front room. Walked right into the bedroom with her Bible. She fell on her knees. She said, Lord, I have never in my life for, and she told the Lord how long, I don't know how many years, I've never yet been able to go to bed at night without another, one of these, whatever. Dear Lord, I'd like to go to sleep tonight (laughs) without any kind of drug. But I don't know what promise to claim. And the Holy Spirit came to her. I imagine an angel kind of helped her open to a text. And here she found the text that Dick had used. Come unto me, Dorothy. You're laboring and you're heavy laden. And I'm going to give you rest. Dear Lord, I ask you to give me rest. I'm helpless. I have never had this experience in my life. I've been a professed Christian for years and years and years, but I've never known this kind of an experience. I ask you to come to my rescue. That's the A of prayer. Then she was going to say, I believe. You think it was easy to say, I believe? (laughs) You try it. (laughs) You see what the devil will say. You better not say I believe. You'll be presumptuous. Isn't Satan a devil? You're going to be presumptuous. To take God at his word? No. And he calls all the devils in hell to have a committee meeting. How can we keep that person from saying I believe? (laughs) And all the devils said, right. We will tell him it's presumption. We'll tell him that there's nothing to this. We'll tell him that the stories this man is telling are not true at all. He's making them up. Isn't Satan a devil? (laughs) Thoroughbred registered devil. And all his imps are he and she devils. All of them. Don't you dare to say you believe. Dorothy, you're going to be presumptuous. (laughs) She tried for, for... 10, maybe 15 minutes to say, I believe. Finally, in agony, she said, the young people said it. I'll say, it. Lord, I believe. <laughs> then came the terrible one. How can I say I have received? I haven't even gone a night without it. How can I say I've received? And Satan said, you're right. You can't say it, Dorothy. You're hooked. And she told us that she struggled, and she struggled, and she struggled. Do I dare to say I believe? She said, finally, I said, Lord, thank you. I believe, and I have received, and I go to rest. 21 days later, I saw Dorothy in the Descanso Gardens of Los Angeles. <laughs> she said, I slept like a log. Do you know how a log sleeps? Doesn't move a board foot. And she said, I slept like a log. The next night I claimed the promise again and went through the agony of believing and trusting and thanking God the gift is in the promise. And I slept like a log 21 days without a drug. I said, Dorothy, what promise did you claim? I pulled out an envelope. She said, I claimed Matthew 11, 28. Come unto me, I'll give you rest. Three months later, I called Dorothy on the telephone. Dorothy, three months have passed. May I ask you a personal question? She said, Yes. I said, I want to write a book. It's called Youth Praise, God Answers. Do you mind if I ask you three months later, Do you still have the victory? She said, Elder Kuhn, yes. Never won. Not one has passed my lips. I said, do you mind if I put your story in our book, Youth Praise? She said, that's good. Three years passed. We're holding a series down in Southern California. I told her story to a group of young people like you and those of you who are viewing. As I shook hands, out came Dorothy. Do you know me? I said, no. She said, I'm Dorothy. Oh, I I had to give her a coon hug. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful, Dorothy. Would you have told the story if you'd known I was here? I certainly would. Dorothy, three years have passed. Tell me, she said, not one has passed my lips. I'm now one of the youth leaders of the conference. You see what God can do? She said, will you come out? We're having an open air meeting the youth. Will you talk to our youth? I said, I'll be thrilled to do it. And I was thrilled. This is a new kind of prayer. The devil will do everything in his power to keep us from doing it or having us go to one extreme or the other. We'll not let him do it. Whatever your problem is, you now have the tools to start with, dear Lord. Thank you in the precious name of Jesus for this wonderful group of students and faculty members here this morning. For those who will be viewing this, Lord, and who are viewing it at this time out there in Radioland, Lord, thank you. Thank you for letting the Holy Spirit and angels come to their rescue. Keep us, Lord, as Christians from belittling each other. Help us, instead of this, to share the secrets of success in our lives. And we thank you we have received. In Jesus' name, amen. This media was brought to you by Audioverse, a website dedicated to spreading God's word through free sermon audio and much more. If you would like to know more about Audioverse, or if you would like to listen to more sermons, please visit www. Dot audioverse.org.